I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required for mobile. Santa's dropping off way more than you expected this year. Thanks to Xfinity, the whole family can enjoy great coverage and fast, reliable internet speed up to gig, all at a great value. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Podfix. How are you? Fine. Now. Oh, no. She, okay, guys. This is Mouse and Weens. You probably already know that if you're here. We just had an emergency. My sister. What just happened? This is me. I'm Mouse. I'm Joelle. I'm the mom one down in San Diego. And Weens in LA. Yeah. And yeah, I set up my little home studio here. I made this really cool folding wall thing one of those wall separators and I hung curtains on it and it's really cool and so it's behind me to kind of catch the sound I hope and I didn't know the cat had snuck in this room with me I shut all the doors and I'm sitting here talking to you Wayne setting up and the whole thing clonked me on the back of the head from behind the whole thing just fell on me god damn rat cat so mad (laughs) he's only a year and he has a lot of spunk. Can I just say what you say, which I say when I get when something is scary and startling? <laughs> what did I say? Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I do the same thing. We're all like, I don't know, Papa Bon. I don't. And then all of a sudden, it comes out. It's the JFC. I know. You know who brought that out in me? My dear husband, our father. Says oh, it all the time. Did, did Dad say it too? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's all <sighs> the you know. You're a blasphemer. (laughs) (laughs) Repressed God talk. Here we go. Ah, yes. So that'll wake me up. I'm here. Hello. There you go. You're here. And you're about 40 minutes late to our recording because... Oh, come on. Okay, we don't have to talk about that part. Throw me under the bus thing. I would just like to say a general statement that I do have a tiny bit of colitis, which kicks in every once in a while, especially around the holidays. So let's just leave it at that. This will happen, and it's okay because it's good to talk about, and there's a lot of people with it, oh. and it's a it's a real thing. It is, and it is uh, it's under wraps because I've found the medication that works for it, and it's great, and I haven't had to deal with it. But every once in a while, something will happen, and the potty becomes my friend. I love it. We, can fly we all high need it in the sky, like the Anybody Dave Chappelle thinks- gift. That you sent oh. me. <laughs> I always love that one. It's him getting blown off the toilet. <laughs> it's the best. There's a, can I just tell you, we did a whole walk this morning. I won't name any names, but one of the guys did a whole poo-poo story, which is <laughs> is great. And he actually poo-pooed. Wait, he was we went for the... Can we just... We went from Jesus fucking Christ to saying poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> At least upgrade to PG-13. Can you say poop? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Poop. So he uh, was waiting for a train with his girlfriend, and they were going to Chicago, and he's sitting on the train station. It just came on. It was from 
fish at a restaurant. <laughs> and then he said it just came. He had nowhere to go. And he just did it right there on the train platform. No. And his girlfriend ran away and he was yelling like, Amy! <laughs> and she just ran. And he pooped right in front of everybody waiting for the train just right there. No. He said there's nowhere to go. It's yeah. like bridesmaids in the middle of the street. Yeah. But he didn't have yep. a big gown to cover him. Wait, he just nope. dropped trow and did it? Just dropped trow and did it. I have never heard a story that there was... You know, we all have the little doo-doo stories, oh. but... That one was, bl- and I, maybe we should bring him on to tell it himself. It's so, <laughs> I was like, no. He's not going to want to tell it, whoever this nameless, faceless friend is. Although he yeah. does poop on train platforms, so maybe he does. No, he might, he might want to come on and tell. I'll tell him. I'll, we'll talk about it. But uh, I, wow. you know, I, I have to tell you, even when I, remember you bought me the class, I am so sorry, but a stand-up class that I did not like at all and I did yes. not finish or want to go, but we turned out poo-poo. They all had poopoo stories. <laughs> and all the women that it turned into a thing of like, where was the weirdest time you the poop came over you and you had to do it somewhere? Oh. So I just want to let you know a lot of people Thank have you. the poop poopoo stories. I know. I feel um, like we just recently talked about this at like a family event, weren't we somewhere? We did. Yeah. We had uh the Campbells, the the Campbell Martins have them telling all their poop stories. Oh. We have that, which is available for our podcast. Yeah. If anybody, we'll, we'll wait for all the fan mail to come in requesting <laughs> those stories. Okay? Yes, mouseandweens at gmail.com. Please, fans, listeners. You know what? Actually, if anybody is listening and has a poo story, we would love to accumulate them. Ooh. And then we'll just, we'll read them. You could be anonymous. You don't have to say who you are. You could do it from a secret email. But give us your poop stories. They're always so fun. It's true. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. We can all relate. It brings us all to the same level. My favorite Dax Shepard armchair episode was when Jason Bateman talked about his poop. I mean, (laughs) we're all human here, and we have bodily functions. Can I tell you, though, the best thing that's not... My therapist, she was like... I've talked about the podcast with my therapist, and, you know... Because I'm always processing the mm-hmm. madness we get. No, but uh, <laughs> at one point she's like, "Well, I would, I would like to listen to it." I would, and she picked a random episode, and then the next time I saw her, she goes, "I listened to your podcast," and she's kind of like straight and narrow. She's very, you know, professional, collegiate, and mm-hmm. I go, "Oh, great! Which one was it on?" She goes, "Farts," oh. <laughs> and I just turned bright red, <laughs> and then. I was like, oh, no, she picked a fart episode. I don't even know which one it was. But <laughs> There's so many. I was like, oh, okay, well, and I didn't even know what to say, so we just moved on. Oh. Because, it, you know, certain people, it just is like, oh, boy. Now, I'm surprised she didn't, like, commend you on it, that, wow, that was really great. You opened up, and, you know, you're really being vulnerable. That's wonderful work for you. No. No. I think okay. it was just, like, <laughs> just too offended. Yeah, she just I said, oh, what was it about? Thinking, you know, there were a million subjects. Farts. Yeah. And then silence. Yeah. And then we moved on. Silent farts. No, Silent farts. <laughs> I was just spending time with certain people who I guess I'll keep anonymous to. And they've been married for under 10 years, but more than five years. And has only had one fart slip in front of her husband. What? Yeah. Like, we're talking wow. pushed out some babies and the whole nine yards, but only one fart slip. Now. Is it a conscious choice? Yes. It must be. How does one do that? I would like to quiz these listeners, same listeners, please tell us about your fart stories, too. 
do we have any holder inners or are you letting him rip or are you, you know, bathroom only demure type of person? I really do want to when, know. And when was the first rip? Because that's right. always. Right. Was that a big moment in your relationship? Was it the thing that bonded you, solidified <laughs> it? I saw yes. a funny gift. Someone got their their girlfriend like a anniversary of the day she first farted in front of him t-shirt or something i was like we need more of those come on people let them rip with with discretion how about that yeah of course all right discretion hey let me just tell you ernie the next door neighbor is vacuuming his sidewalk again so if there's a weird buzzing sound it's uh this is what happens okay tell what's going on with him because this he's a theme he's we should bring him into the show i hear about him all the time well, yes, I can't, you know, if you ever hear, they're the sweetest couple. They're, I think they're from the Philippines and they're, he's probably in his mid seventies or late seventies, but I think there might be a little bit of Alzheimer's happening now, I think, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, you know, he's the guy that I'll be out in the backyard and all of a sudden I see an eyeball in between two pots <laughs> because there's a fence and the fence is low, but then he put a bunch of pots up there and oh. all of a sudden I'll see an eyeball. And it's kind of like the scene in 16 Candles where Anthony Michael Hall's under the table and Jake like moves a pizza out of the way and just sees an eyeball <laughs> smashed under the table. Jake! So that's like the Ernie eye. And then he'll... We did a video like that, too. I'll find it and post it on. I have a picture, too, of just his eye poking through. Yeah, I'll put it on Facebook. My friend Lisa will sometimes will walk on Fridays and then we'll end up in my backyard drinking coffee. And then, uh, like, occasionally he'll just be in the tree. So he's just, (laughs) all of a sudden we'll hear rustling and we'll look up and he'll be like, hello. And he's in in the tree because he has... Because he's always messing with the foliage and the it's always backyard stuff. He's vacuuming the sidewalk. There's nothing to vacuum. He does it every day for three hours. So nothing to pick up, nothing to clean. OCD gardener guy with a little always. hint of dementia and a penchant for watching you. But really funny. Yeah, he's mm. really funny. He's always got little jokes, but then it'll be like a lot of quiet moments in between. And I don't know if he's joking or... But so yeah, you, there's always... You can't relax stuff. in your backyard. He might always be watching. He's ever there. Are, people love this backyard. Ugh. It's a place that all like to come and go freely. There's someone in there, by the way. Someone just hit the side of my house. I don't even know who's back what? there. What? I have no idea. With a car? No, I mean I could hear that someone oh, hit the. Oh. I don't. I don't even look anymore. It's just random people. There was a lady there, and she was looking for avocados. What? It, you well, don't have was, avocados. Do you? From the Ernie tree, oh. she's well, the the wife of Ernie, but you know she was back there. Like he does have some good hanging over fruit. You do get some good. Things I get some good little avocado, you know. But there's always like something going on. There was some. Is that the know. same I mango even... thief though? She was the one that stole the mangoes off your tree. That was um, different. Uh, yeah, mm. I almost don't want to talk about this because if anyone listens to this, but there was like, yeah, and someone's here. I can hear someone back there. I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it feels like there's like, a public, it's yeah. a little, <laughs> it's like, I don't know who. You have a cottage. Where. It feels like your own place, but it's not. It's still kind of like condo living because it's all I guess, one big but it's property. also LA. Like people just kind of, I don't know. People just kind of come and go and do, I don't, it's very different than, yeah. I think if we all had shotguns, it would be a different life. Shotguns? What? Right? If you lived, if it was like your ranch and you had a shotgun, oh. people would just step on it as easily. 
my god what's what? happening to you this is my sweet pacifist I'm sister watching the Sopranos. animals and she wants to I shoot was watching neighbors. I've been obsessed with the Sopranos lately I'm right. in I'm in it I've, I'm done except I had to start I did not watch the whole first season because I had watched it in the past okay. a long time ago and so I, I said, oh, well, this time around, I'll watch it from two up. Okay. But then I realized I don't remember anything about the first season. So now I'm having to watch that. And it's very fascinating. Oh, my gosh. You just sent me You've a picture of Michael. It. What's his name? Giblioni. Yeah. No, I have no idea. I can't Is remember. It? Who plays? Know. He plays Christopher. Yeah, Christopher. In the show. I can't remember his name. You're deep in it, man. It's like, this is a real binge. A real deep, dark binge. It's a real binge. And I think a lot of it has to do with, I do school stuff all day. And then I, um, it's my good friends. I get to visit my family since oh, nobody else is around. No wonder <laughs> oh you God. need a shotgun. Wow. Well, good. What are you thinking? Is it like the best series ever? Can you see? Because we talked about this really with good. W. Earl Brown. That he said, you know, uh, Deadwood was on track to be like Soprano. So what would you yeah. say? Yeah. I'll bet you if they kept going, it would be on par with that. Yeah. Um, can I see who the fuck is in the backyard for yes. a second? Let me just look. <laughs> oh, on. I have an idea. Let's take a quick break and we'll hear from our friends in this podcast. Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut! Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds. It's a podcast. Okay, nobody's there. This is the other thing. There's a lot of phantom gatherers because I'll hear noises. What? Is it a branch from a tree? Is it an Ernie orange hitting your house? Ernie might have. Sometimes he sprays water over the fence. Oh. And sometimes. That Ernie. Like but anyway, this is all fascinating. Okay, guys. <laughs> the Sopranos. Have you seen any of it and do you have any interest? Yes, I saw it all back in the day, and I dug it. Did you? Yep. And my brain is oh, so Joe. special that I instantly forget everything. So really? I don't even remember anything. I remember certain scenes with Tony and all of his Goombas. I just were you remember... attracted to him? No, I remember really? a lady uh, riding him. <laughs> that was an interesting scene that sticks in my brain. Why would that stick in your brain? Because you are a secret sexual nerd. Maybe. I've been saying this forever. But also because I couldn't fathom. I don't know. Am I so shallow that I can't see the attraction at all? I mean, I suppose it's the whole power and money thing, but. I know what gross. you're thinking. Are you thinking that it's like. But she didn't up? love him. It wasn't like a love relationship. I can see falling in love with someone and their personality, but this was just a. Anyway, we don't need to go I think there. you like who you like. You like who you like, right? And you that's do. not your type. Right. You like a very standard Chris Martin type of person. That's Singer right. of Coldplay, Chris Martin. <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody that looks like him basically has been your boyfriend. I'll marry you past. if you look like him. Yes. <clears throat> Case okay. in point, my husband. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So tell me about you. For the love of Christ, oh. which we both do love, although you just effed him earlier. But tell <laughs> oh me. God. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Yeah, this is what we were going to catch up on was just the holidays. Here we are. We did our big Thanksgiving and now we're going into Christmas. So I just wanted to see where you were too. But 
yeah, I'll recap. We, so, you know, I'm a family of five. We have the three kids, Dave and me, and we also have in town, um, you know, 20 minutes away, Dave's parents. And then another 20 minutes away, Dave's brother with his wife and their two kids. So we did a kind of pinky promise. Let's all stay real safe. Don't go anywhere. Don't do lots of crazy things so that we can all rent a house and then go out to Palm Springs for Thanksgiving together, which we did, which was really fun. And you even came out for, which was awesome. I'm glad. Yes. On the last day. And yeah, it was very cool. It was fun. It was great to relax. And I brought all sorts of podcast stuff I was going to work on. Didn't get to any of it because the Wi-Fi didn't work in my back room. So I had to do everything out in the big front open room with all the cousins and people. And you have guilt, guilt issues. I do. I can't sit and just work at my computer uh, on a podcast that kind of is just like more of a hobby than it is a job. So Don't ever say that. Right? I know. It's your life. This is my problem with the whole thing. I feel like this isn't a real... Um, thing that I can spend money on so then I feel guilty or that I'm making money on so I feel guilty working on it because it's taking away from my family and kids talk me out of this do you think that well okay so is this an inner conflict we also I like to always go back and analyze environment childhood and where your neurons got wired yeah or your uh, neuropathways we'll say okay so is it a conflict between okay do you just tell me where is, oh. where is this happening? How does it even go? It, it's just, you know, I always have this constant to-do list. I think that's just in my personality. I'm a type A, you know, go, go, go kind of person. I love to knock things off my list and accomplish stuff. I feel really good about that. So that's kind of my, my MO in life. So I brought all my stuff with me. And then plopping down and not playing with my kids and... Here I am telling them, get off your screens, but I'm on my screen. It's tough for me. I just feel guilty. And then I also feel like the people around me are secretly judging and thinking, why is she spending so much time on this computer doing this silly thing that isn't bringing in an income for her family when she should be a good mom and be playing with her kids the whole time or cooking big homemade meals or, you know... So this has always been your thing. Yeah. What the hell do I do with it? I think I need therapy, don't I? You would say yes. I don't know. I think you have to do whatever you... I mean, I would imagine this is a very common guilt trigger for a lot of people. Yeah. But also, it's a big thing of how you look to others. And that is a common problem also. Right. Am I looking like... mm -hmm. The older I get, the more I'm like, forget it I don't care but I do still care and it's Mm -hmm. always back and forth depending on my mood depending on the day of how much I care and how much of a kind of fu mood I'm in you know to the world yeah but no one ever says it outright and even Dave my husband who should be the one who's like you know you're letting things slip in the house or the kids or whatever he never does he's super supportive yeah so it's all me guessing what people are thinking where did that come from? Um, and does it matter? I don't know. I mean, are we blaming parents? I can blame mom. She's very go, no. go, go. <laughs> mom, just kidding, mom. <laughs> just kidding. No, I do. I am interested because uh, it's, well, here's my thing. I'm always going back to childhood because that's all I knew how to do from 
whatever, maybe learning that from dad, like, oh, you go back to, but it is interesting taking all these sociology classes. It's a lot more, it's a lot of that, but then also your environment and the culture. So I would say it's probably just our society in general saying that you should be a super everything and you should be baking pies and be wonderful with your kids and be a career woman and be a full-time mom and be, you know, it's just like we're in a crazy overachiever culture. It's true. It's, it's also default comparative. Yeah. Everything does fall on the mom. So if I did kind of choose to be the career woman and make this my full thing, yeah, it would just be so conflicting. So we just have that real traditional old school setup that I can never find balance with God. I'm boring myself. We talk about this all the time. It's just... It's balance. Balance is one of the hardest things. I do it too. I think it's just hard. I think that is like a key to peaceful living or happier life is figuring out that kind of balance. So I think it's, I would imagine almost everybody struggle. Yeah. So you know how I balanced this time this week? When I I, saw No. (laughs) Good one. I, uh, Ended up getting insomnia, which I was kind of glad about, because then I would wake up at three in the morning and sit out in the quiet kitchen and do all my podcast work. And then by the time the kids started waking up at six, six thirty, seven, I felt a little bit more accomplished. And so you I was, basically got two hours of sleep. I was freaking exhausted, right? Because then it was <gasps> a lot of drinking and playing cards real late. But uh, I got some stuff done. Isn't that crazy? I need it's to unwind crazy. this. Uh, I gotta. I know this out. it's. Uh, I mean, if I were to be your life coach, I would say schedule your mom's going away for an hour. Nobody bother me, and then that's your one hour, and learn how to be okay with it. Yeah, that's the problem. And then it's a muscle that you work to be able to do that, and then you could be extra happy and rejuvenated to be with your kids again once yeah. you've taken that hour away. But maybe. More of, I mean, it's. I think it's just hard. It's right, very hard to do right now too, because we're all in the same house together, quarantining, homeschooling. So while they're on their Zoom calls right now, like this is, you know, what is it, nine nine thirty? I feel fine because they're all totally yeah. involved in that, and I don't have to feel guilty. I'm doing this, but as soon as it's lunchtime or after school, then I'm on again. So mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to find that time, but. Anyway. So why not do all of your podcasting on the downtime when they're on Zoom? And I know. Easier said than done. When it also includes social media and then all the admin stuff, backend stuff. We we just redid our website. Everyone go to mouseandweens.com. Check it out. But that took time. I had to move everything over there. And now we just joined the Podfix network. So that's a whole new thing that we're learning about. And I have to learn all that good stuff. But um that's fun. That's a whole new group of fun podcasts. You guys have to check just a lot going that out too. Yeah. So it just takes a lot of time really to do a podcast. So um, I don't know. That's it. That's where I am. And it just is probably always going to be this way. I don't know. But it is weird when it's a guilt issue of because I'm sure a lot of your mom friends feel the same kind of pressure of what is yeah their own thing if they want to start their own thing or maybe it's a business that do you have any friends that are starting a business that also have kids yeah you talk about it um a lot of it is well that's the thing it's hard with a lot of moms in the area unless they're super super close because everybody has to put on this this face of oh yeah I totally got it together 
Um, I do it with my kids. It's great. I can work from home. It works out really well. But there are a few. In fact, I'm going to insert this clip right here because this is my friend Jen. I'm like, this is great. This is how we're all thinking right now with kids at home and school and trying to work and trying to do other things, trying the side hustle. So let's pop this in here. Okay, first of all, I'm in my room on the floor and my red drapes behind me look like neon pink. And it's like I'm in some psychedelic hell world. Um, I can't handle my kids anymore. Seriously. Oh my God. The internet's down. What do they think? I'm a fucking wizard. I'm not a fucking wizard. I don't know anything about the internet. I can't make Spectrum go faster. And they're everywhere. They're in my office where all my shoe builds for you stuff is. I can't get in there. So I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Brody is in the middle room where I do all my like stenciling work and like all my stuff and I can't get in there and my stuff is in there and then I get yelled at every single time I walk in there. I want coronavirus to be done. I'm so tired of it. I just want my space back. Holy shit, I'm gonna go insane. I love you both, bye. <laughs> I hope your day's better. This is the plight, I think, of a lot of us moms and anyone stuck at home working with their kids. Yeah. Just, you don't have the space you're used to. It's hard, man. It's hard. But. Yeah. You know what's cool, though? I like that she was just really honest. Yes. And you're allowed to be honest. Like, I think you beat yourself up for feeling really guilty saying certain things. But instead of all that, you could just be honest, you it's know? It's true. I know. Why am I telling you what to do? What What am I doing? Why don't you tell me? Uh, no, but we all, it's it's the whole social media thing, right? We all put out our best pictures and our best everything and like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got this. No big deal. We're, we're having fun. But part of it for me is I'm trying to create like happy memories too for my kids yeah. if they happen to look back at my Facebook. If everything They're is all like, fake. I know, but it is all fake. So that's why, yeah, I need to drop that for sure. Because I hate it too. I feel alone in all this imbalance and... Like, I'm the only crazy one until I see things like Jen's video here or I have, oh, I did an interview with um, Friends in Your Ears and after we finished recording, it was, you know, another podcaster, the host and myself and I go, hey, ladies, can I just ask you how is everything going with podcasting? And we just had a really honest conversation off the air that made me feel so much better about how freaking hard it is and how much work there wow. is to do. And it's like not enough people are saying that everyone just looks like they're killing it in their, you know, little side hustle. And it's hard. So I need to be more honest and open about it. And I think everyone else should be too. I like that. So so it's hard. Podcasting is hard. It's a constant yeah. output of social media, right? You're constantly... Yeah. You don't, it's not yeah. just sitting down and do, 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 we're going to record a conversation. It's, there actually is a little bit of research that goes into it. Maybe not today for us, but a lot of times if we pick a topic, we research it, we put it together, the editing, the sending the files back and forth, the transferring, the uploading. And you've also media. done a million seminars oh. and big, like how, how to, how right. to do audio, how to do marketing, how to, so yeah. you really. Well, yeah, it's just this new weird world of how do you get your thing out there and get people to consume it and maybe way down the line make money at it so it's it's an interesting uh industry i love it but it's hard it takes a lot of time there's 
my old ways of just being the stay-at-home mom with the little kids and making meals and helping them with work and homework and playing, those are kind of gone. I have this new drive to do this thing, so it's hard. Actually, this is a great segue because this is real too. (laughs) I did get a sponsor for our lovely podcast, um, and it's Dream Dinners. And I told you about this, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is something, actually, this really does help me balance my life. And I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying this. Um, I have been using Dream Dinner since, I think, 2017. And I found them because I won some little contest or something, like, come in and get some free meals. And it's one of these dinner preparation companies. But you actually... Blue Apron. uh, It's like that. Not Blue Apron. It's called Dream Dinners. But... Yeah, there's a lot of them that come in a box. You can order them. This one, you actually go into the store, although now you don't with coronavirus going on, but you do usually go into the store and you've pre-picked your recipes and you get to kind of package them all up in a big Ziploc bag and then put them in the freezer. And it's like going to a salad bar. You have your recipe card and you do your scoops and you fill up your bag and you plop your little recipe card in there for how to cook it later. You put it in the freezer. You, you know, put your credit card on file. It charges you. You leave. You take all your bags home, stick them in your freezer at home. And then you've got meals for weeks. And it's kind of awesome. You have lived with us almost for like a month. What do you think? We ate a lot of those. I thought it was very good and it was very easy. And... I don't know if you want to put anything to do with Blue Apron in here, but that's the only other experience I've had. Mm -hmm. And that took forever and was harder. (laughs) It really was a lot of preparation. So this was super easy. Yeah. I've heard that a lot of people start off with gusto with those boxed uh, dinners. But then, you know, if you don't cook it right away, the fresh stuff goes bad or it might not be something you want exactly. Um, this is really tailored for you. I have learned what my kids like. So I pick the ones that I know they'll eat and that are favorites and there's different serving sizes. And anyway, it's just a great, great program. I tell all my friends about it. I really do. And I wanted to tell all the listeners about it too, because it's, it's wonderful. It really will help you. So what they're doing, um, I'm working with the local store here in Poway, but I know they are all over. But here in San Diego, for the month of December, while they're in the purple tier, uh, the Poway and San Marcos uh, Dream Dinners are offering free delivery, which is usually a $25 fee. So everyone within a 25-mile radius will get uh, this free uh, delivery, which is great. They have a coupon code uh, called MouseAndWeens20, and you can get a 20% discount. So that is live and ready to go. But it really is a wonderful thing. If you guys go to dreamdinners.com, find your local store. And if you're in the San Diego area, uh, Mouse and Weens 20. So that'll give you your discount. So you guys should do it. it. We did it. We got a big turkey for Christmas. I'm going to bring it to Idaho. And it's going to be great. Yeah, it makes things so much easier. It really does. It takes like 20, 30 minutes to make dinner. Everything's right there. You just pop it together. It's great. And everybody loves it. So... Hooray! Yeah. So we'll we'll hear more from them. I'm going to put together a, a real ad spot. But that was just my intro because I love them. So dream dinners. Yay. Yay. All right. Very cool. I know. But anyway, so that also I wanted to ask you what you thought of Thanksgiving and being out in Palm Springs. I felt kind of guilty posting our pictures because we 
rented this house so long ago and we made these plans to be safe and whatever. But then I feel a little guilty because uh, there I go with my guilt again. But I'm sure it's in your face, right? When you see a group of people like, oh, yay, look at us, Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah, great. You bucked the rules. You weren't supposed to do that. So, you know what? Fuck everybody. I'm sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> I have so many friends that have different levels of where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, my friend came over and he's been super isolated with his wife. And then at mm-hmm. some point he was here, like he asked to come over to drop stuff off and he was here in my little house. And then he was, I had just come back from you guys and he was like, well, that's, you know, that's one of the things that you shouldn't be doing. You know, that's the reason why everyone's getting sick is these family gatherings. It's not flying anywhere. It's not, it's the family gatherings. And everyone thinks that, and you know, you're really, it's, and I'm like, why are you here then? I'm like, you came to my house to tell me how I'm doing it wrong. I was like, get out. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But yeah. uh, And everybody can make assumptions. That's the thing. Everyone's assuming, oh, you're, You've been out and about. You're you're picking up germs from everywhere. Well, no, we've all been in our little bubbles in our little houses since March, and we got up out of our bubbles and moved our bubble out to this house. And then you came too, and you've been in your bubble, like going for outdoor I mean, kind hikes. Kind of, but kind, you know, we're all doing a little bit of that. I'm sure. I have my little morning couple of people that we have masks and we go hiking. But you know, hike. We're not. You're outside, moving like. What yeah. is that? You're not in... There's people that are working at a cash register all day indoors. There are people that are yes. serving food to people all day indoors and outdoors. There are people that are driving in cars all day. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, our level of exposure is so little compared. But... Yeah. But I do feel that... judgments... Oh, it's exhausting. I know. I, I found myself doing that. My friend Scott is a... He's been very, very good about it. He's a medic. Scott Barron, also yep. an author. Met it. And, uh, yay! That's him. He comes running. But um, he's been very good and very on top of it and taking tests every week. And, mm-hmm. you know, and when I talk to him, I get a little like, well, I'm going to my sisters. But they're very good about what they're doing. And they're and I'm like, why do I have to justify to him? He's not also judging me. I know. He's not going, ooh. It's now a- my other friend <laughs> was, uh-huh. and that bothers me. But yeah. uh, I'm like, okay, well, don't be around me. Then. Right. You I know. have a choice in this too. It's a really strange time. Everybody's so keyed up and judgy and scared. It's all fear-based, right? Like our brains are just going nuts right now. And we need to settle the fuck down and just yeah. keep our nose down, do your own thing, and leave each other alone. And remember that we're all in this together. That's the bottom line too, is we're all feeling the same fears. We're all worried. We've all lost people that we love, and we just got to get through this and get to the next, like, vaccine stage, and schools yeah. are opening up. People are sending kids to school. There's judgment with that versus staying home. That's crazy. There's just judgment around everything, yeah. and everybody has an opinion. It's probably, like, parenting. It's probably yes. going to the grocery store and seeing someone talk to their kid and going, oh, can you believe it? That's yeah. terrible how they're talking to the Everybody's got – it's funny when it comes to, like – Religion, politics, child raising, and this. Yeah. It's a real hot issue of how you should be doing it. Like me. Mm -hmm. Should, should, should. Don't shit on me, suckers. (laughs) Stop shitting on me. Everybody should. Everybody should. 
what are you going to do about Christmas, too? Because then you're going to come up to that. When... I'm going to fly on a plane. I'm going to lick the seats. I'm going to start <laughs> making out with people. I'm going to bring old Grandpa Joe. He's going to sit on my lap. And then I'm going to start hugging babies. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is my time to shine. Grab Ernie. No, throw him to the right. Get a <laughs> yeah, a, a drop trowel yeah. right there on the tarmac. <laughs> I mean... Whatever you want. I know. I love it. I know. Uh, well, yeah. Everything I'm sure will be good and safe. And again, we're going from one bubble to another with just like that small amount of travel in between. And you're so safe and you you wear all your masks and carry your hand sanitizer and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm very minimal. So anyway, yeah. what about you? Are you excited for Christmas? I am. We're already you know, I just did all my shopping yesterday and had everything shipped out there. So we're going to have nothing in the car. No gifties this year. It's all going to be out there waiting and wrap it there, do the whole thing. The kids are already planning what they want to do, go sledding and want to go skiing, all the good stuff. So, yeah, they're super excited. It's the cutest thing. You, you know, they're so cool. Like my 15-year-old yesterday was like, Mom, I feel like I'm in my 20s. Like I really understand <laughs> how life works and how the world works. And, yeah, yeah he's like – can we build a snowman? Can we go sledding? Can we go skiing? Aww. It's super cute. So they, <laughs> all the childlike stuff comes out and they're super Aww. looking forward to it. It still does, even to this day. It's I a know. magical Christmas at grandma's. It really is. It's and really, yeah. our sweet mom being in her early 70s is also being super careful in the land of, of Idaho where people are kind of like, you know, hey, government, get out of our face. And nobody's wearing masks. I mean, they're starting to now. But they had a big outbreak. Yes. Yeah, they're really bad. Outbreak. When you look at the map with the colors, they've got like deep, dark red yeah. over there. Um, but back in the day, I told the kids, I go, look, if we're going to go out to grandma's in December, we need to be really careful before we go. And so I know you guys want to go back to school, but you're going to have to kind of choose between school or grandma's at Christmas. And they all chose grandmas at Christmas and they opted to stay home and do virtual school because we were given a choice. So that's how much they love it. They like, like, you know, bailed on all their friends, all their socialization just so they could go to Christmas at grandma's. And it's, yeah, so we're super excited about it. But, um, how fun. Yeah. And then you'll be there and it'll be good. I'm just excited to chill. And yeah, and I don't feel I don't feel as guilty at mom's. I don't know why that is. I guess related, right? Yeah, because <sighs> she gets you, and yeah, it's and always th- someone else's family. I think it's also that she is super. Um, she plays with the kids and grandpa too. They have all these activities for them, and they, you know, get down on the floor and goof around with them a lot. Versus Dave's parents are a little more, you know, we'll sit over here and enjoy watching the kids, but they don't really get. You know, their hands yeah. dirty with them so much. I mean, they do yeah. here and there, but they're older too. So sometimes I think they feel maybe awkward or... They provide the resort, but they don't want to be babysitters. I think so. I mean, they will. And they do around here a lot. They do do a lot. I should never say it's... I don't want to sound it's ungrateful. a different level of interaction. But yeah, I think it's interaction. a different vibe and a different, mm-hmm. you know, mom's like kind of... Mrs. Claus and kind of silly yeah. and goofy and music and da 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 and they're a little more you know they go to the parties and they're fancy yeah. and and that and they're older too they've you know had some health stuff come up so I'm sure they don't want to yeah. hurt themselves or 
you know, and they're being careful too. Anyway, it's a different right. little vibe. So the kids are looking forward to it. They loved Palm Springs too, of course. But um, did you really? see the video too of the um, bighorn sheep? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I've never seen them in all the years I've gone around that area. And yeah. you saw a million of them. Yeah. I'll post this on Facebook and Instagram too. But this was a place in PGA West, which is in La Quinta area. And the big horned sheep come down from the mountains and they gather in herds on the golf course. And then they move from the golf course into the neighborhoods and they eat all the people's flowers and bushes. And I have all this footage of it because we kept seeing them and it was so cool. And we were right there next to them. It was crazy. And they did a little weird stampede thing too. So you have to see that. It was wild. Yeah. It was really cool. They are. I wonder if they could hurt you. I think, I mean, my gosh, you saw those rams, the big old curly horns on the big guy. And I the, think they're, remember, the feral pigs? <laughs> Did they have big nuts? I oh, didn't see the nuts. Look like really? A, look like one of those Mexican papayas hanging down. Crazy. Really? Yeah. Nuts. Wow, they it were was eating it. <laughs> it was nuts. It was. The worst nuts. line in the movie Seven, if anyone is listening, the movie Seven. <gasps> Brad Pitt, I remember his line is, and he had his hand that waves too. He's a nutbag. <laughs> and he s- delivered it like that too. It was everything was kind of normal and you were in the groove. He's a nutbag. With the arm that goes, shucks. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Okay, anyway. We'll look it up. We'll so post weird. that too. Brad, we yeah. need to talk to you. Our mom says that you'll Ugh. be on our podcast. And um, we'll ask you about this scene specifically, okay? So Brad. Okay. Brad Pitt, got that? come, on, come right. on the show. Yes. Our mom thinks you'll talk to us. So there's your challenge. Yay, Brad! Uh, all right, Joe. Let's I love close you. close it out. You I have fun you today. Finish all that schoolwork. And... Um, I will. When are you coming down again? Can you come down soon? When are you coming up here? How about that? Oh, touche. Yes. All right. I'm bailing on the kids. They can homeschool themselves for weeks, and I will be there. Get rid of them. Yeah. I love those kids. (laughs) Okay. All right. Have a great and wonderful week. Yes. Thank you, everybody. And please do check out mouseandweens.com for all the links everywhere. We also have our wonderful patrons we'd like to give a shout out to who support us on a monthly basis and help us make the side hustle uh, able to happen because it does take a lot with the hosting fees and all the gear and good stuff like that. So thank you, patrons. Uh, You're getting bonus features, you get our unedited versions of this, and you get outtakes and all sorts of good stuff. So if anyone else wants to join, it's on patreon.com backslash mouseandweens. We would love that. Join the family. And weens, what else am I missing? Anything else? I think you're missing uh, to tell everyone you love them. Oh, I love you guys. We love you. Thank you, listeners. You're the best. We really do. Yay! It's so fun seeing people. Thanks for being here. Yep. We want to kiss your face. That's and right. Mouth. Yep. And thanks to the Podfix Network. Please go check them out. All these great podcasts there, too. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Things are looking great. Clouds roll by each day, can't see through the air, fog won't go away. Even though it seems we're living in a dream, things aren't as bad as they seem. Things are looking grim, lights are growing dim, 
When we're here without, we must look within. Even though we're in the middle of a scene, things aren't as bad as they seem. Things are just a little out of whack. But soon the world will fall back into place. Until then, I'd love to fix your mask. Then long to see the rest of your face. So when the world is blue, there's no looking through. Life is but a dream. This has all come true. Even though the moon still shines all her beams. We still have to wait for a vaccine. Things may not be great, but let's not overstate. Things aren't as bad as they seem. Things aren't as bad as they seem. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. I've been working at Santa's Workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required for mobile. Save big and get your holiday shopping finished early at Macy's Friends and Family. Take an extra 30% off the best gifts from top brands when you use your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more great beauty gift ideas. Going on now at Macy's. Plus, get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Total Wine has thousands of wines to savor and pairings for every flavor. Spirits line the shelves. Gifts are easy with helpful elves. A wonderland to explore. Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. B is for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. And for believing mental health support should be as unique as I am. I am. I am. Me too. That's why Blue Cross is connecting more members to more mental health care options in more ways than ever before. With everything from remote therapy to self-guided programs and wellness offerings. Because we're all only human. And we all need help in our own way. Find the support you need at BlueCrossMA.org.